This is Sound and Vision from KEXP. Our occasional series Day Job explores how artists and musicians juggle their craft and day job to make it all work. Rachel Stevens caught up with KEXP's own DJ Yaddy about Yaddy's balance between DJing and being a teacher. Yasmin Fuller is known as DJ Yachty out in the clubs and on the KXP airwaves. We're going to get into it. It's DJ Yachty, Street Sounds, 90.3 FM, Seattle. But in the classroom, it's Miss Yas. I'm a teacher by day. Um, I'm a social-emotional learning liaison at Nathan Hill High School. I do behavioral specialist work. Just basically make sure that the kids, I mean, you know, give them an opportunity to stay in high school before the next level of them going to like an interagency or alternative school or something like that. Inside Miss Yaz's portable classroom, there are stashes of food, juice, socks, clothes, even shoes. I kind of just started doing it at the school. Mm-hmm. You know, we have school counselors, we do have resources, but if you can have it all in one place, why not? You know, and especially if like something happened, an accident and or, you know what I'm saying, like a kid had to walk to school and their socks got wet, you know, like, hey, have you checked in with Miss Yaz yet to see if she has any socks, see if she has any extra pair of sneakers or a pair of shoes? Right now, my trunk is full. Miss Yaz's classroom is a safe space. The kids have no idea Miss Yaz is a DJ, but they do know that she loves music. I went to her classroom to get the full experience. Hey, this is Rachel from KEXP, and she's just coming to visit, like, our program, see our environment, see what I do at work. They're just interested to see, like, what I do during the day, like, what my life is like. And I'm with you guys during the day, so I told her to come here. Hey, so when you guys get an opportunity, you know, like, come over and talk to her. Tell her, like, what it means to be in this room, in this environment, and what it means to be in, like, the African-American mentorship. How it makes you feel being able to come out here and eat all day? Hey, are you guys listening? Yes. Make sure you guys, you know, hook it up a little bit. Do me right, you know? Between periods, Miss Yaz encouraged one of her students to share a freestyle rap that the girl was working on. She did give me full warning that it might not be totally appropriate. Really just might have cursing in it. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. You better go higher! No, I'm just kidding. No, it's not even that. I just wanted okay. to show you the lyrics. I don't okay. really have it down. It's just okay. like... Well, do you have a beat? No, I don't have no beat. Okay, well, just do it raw. Do it raw before everybody gets here. Do it raw? Okay, yeah. I got you. I'm like, all right, babe. Okay. One second. Give me one second. Uh, look, I really like that. Niggas can't do what I do because they really whack. Look, uh, I'm just speaking fact. Had the nigga on his knees begging for his bitch back. Uh, you niggas can never be me and that's straight facts. I was are your rich shit? I broke her back. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Wow! Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. This same student later told me what Miss Yaz means to her. So, what I can tell you about her is, she's a cool human. Like, like she got this vibe like that. No other teacher can match with. Like you walk into her portable, she automatically smiling. Like, that lady put a smile on your face each day. Like, before I was, like, moved into her portable, I had bad grades. When I tell you I got all A's now, all A's, that lady been doing the most for me. Another student told me why Miss Yaz's classroom feels like home. She's, she's like, very supporting, like, mentally. She, like, makes her, makes sure I have comfort. 
And she knows my family, so it's like home. Yadi tries to be the teacher that she needed herself in high school. I think I needed a, someone to just talk to, someone to just tell me that these feelings aren't permanent. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's only temporary. So just fight the battle, and everything's, like, going to fall in line for you. So I would just wish that I had someone to talk to. Yaddy's high school experience was a little different. It was a rough go in a lot of ways. I was a private school kid. My mm-hmm. parents put me in private school because I was a basketball player. And I think that it was one of the best decisions that they could have made because I would have been distracted in public. Like, I, I was literally a rebel. <laughs> I was a rebel. and But I played basketball, so basketball saved my life. When Yaddy says that basketball saved her life, she's talking about, yes, the routine that it gave her, but also the households that it gave her. Yaddy stayed with a lot of teammates throughout high school and spent a lot of time in her car or just, you know, having sleepovers at different places because she was kicked out of her own home for a while for being gay. <laughs> Sorry if you don't want to tell your coming out story. No, either. no, no. Let's let's tell the coming out story because this is, this is interesting. This is interesting. It wasn't my choice. You know, like I, I had a, um, a male friend that I was hanging out with, you know, because there was a thing called cover-ups in high school. Girls are asking me to dances. Is this something that I can do? You know, and me going to private schools, it really wasn't like something like nowadays you can win like queen and queen or princess and princess. Like there, there, there wasn't anything like that. Like I was going to dances with guys and I was meeting up with girls who were there, you know, mm-hmm. because it just wasn't it was shunned. Yeah. When I was a kid, not to say that I'm old or anything, <laughs> but when I was a kid, it was like you had to hide it. Because this parent was telling this parent, like my coming out was a parent telling my mom. Wow. That's how my mom found out. A boy cried to his mom because I chose to go to a dance with a girl. Hmm. Yeah. And that my mom got a phone call and that's how my mom found out. So I really didn't get the opportunity to have that sit down and tell her like, hey, maybe I like girls. When I say that I was a street kid, I, um, you know, I struggled because of my sexuality with what was right with family. And my support system was was the streets at the time for a long time. I'm going to be honest. And I think that this is fair enough for my family because we all struggle. We struggle with, you know, like we struggle just as far as supporting me just in general. Like I was I was a street kid, let's say that. So I was a troubled child in my family. Mm. Let's just be real, you know, and. Now today they they praise it that, wow, you know, I always knew that you were going to be a star, but I didn't know how you were going to do it. You know, like my mom, all, my mom talks to old teachers and old people that I was in contact with when I was a kid who I did ruin their lives. <laughs> I, you know, I did make their teaching, you know, a living hell or, you know, my coaches gave them a run for their money. But when she tells them, like, hey, this is what my daughter's doing, like, it amazes everyone because I didn't make the best choices. I didn't choose the best kids to hang around. I was looking for attention. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was looking for love out on the streets. Yaddy felt like she had to succeed. The pressure was on. And she did. She played spectacular basketball all through high school. And she went on to earn a scholarship to have a full ride to play basketball at Southern University in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. She was gearing up for even bigger hoop dreams when an injury shifted her vision to music. I went from a transition from basketball to music. 
in like I want to say a week span. Huh. I got into a really bad car accident when I was training to go overseas and I had to sit down for a while. So people would come over and visit me in my mom's garage. In a full circle moment, Yadi ended up back at her mom's house and she came home to open arms. And we're not going to sit in silence and no one else is going to play the music. So I just started playing music. And um, well, one of my friends invited me to her boxing party and asked me if I would just play the music, you know, so she can host and entertain and make sure that the party goes as well. It was just a small boxing party. And the word got out that I was going to be playing music like I was going to be there. Just energy attraction. And I honestly had a laptop and I had iTunes and I had YouTube. And I faded the, the volumes down between the both of them. And I made a party to where the police showed up on University of Washington's campus. And since then, I've been booking. Like, right after that, someone's like, hey, I want to have a birthday party. My birthday's coming up. And it just blew up from there. Yanni now hosts Street Sounds on KXP every other Friday night and has, on average, about two other DJ gigs each week. Lately, she's been DJing live at the Laser Dome at the Pacific Science Center. Yanni's been on a roll lately, booking bigger gigs, getting even more coverage in the press for her DJing, and her family are her biggest supporters. Her mom is so proud. And I asked Yaddy when she's the proudest, when she's the happiest. When my kids get A's. Really? Yeah. When when a kid struggled and uh, a teacher, a counselor, or my admin, VPs, principal, like, hey, we're struggling with this kid. Do you mind taking this kid under your wing? Can you, you know, see this last resort? You know, like, we would love to keep this kid here. We just want to know, like, what's going on in their life. They don't talk to us. Hmm. So just getting to know a kid and seeing a kid evolve is like crazy. That's the happiest moments to me. I actually celebrate with my kids. Like I have a kid who had D's and C's and she now has straight A's and she's kept those straight A's the entire quarter and she was on her way out the door. So it's like those are the moments that I live for. Hey Ben, when you gonna stop playing? Yaddy's going to keep chasing those moments both through the classroom and through the music. I asked Yaddy what's next. Honestly, I'm just going to say I want to go up. There's no specific place on where I'm going, but I just want to go up. I want to continue to elevate, evolve, learn, bigger gigs, bigger stages. You know what I'm saying? More kids continue to be more inspirational to just even your daughter. <laughs> Yeah, my yeah. daughter, yeah. my two-year-old, yeah, yeah, no, your two-year-old. I'm three. T- yeah, three. three. I'm talking yeah. about three all the way until elders. Wow, like it's an energy thing. So that's I just want to continue to go up. Yaddy had just met my three-year-old daughter at her laser dome show. Upon my daughter meeting this stranger for the first time, she walked straight up to Yaddy and gave her a huge hug. My husband and I were totally taken aback. She like barely even hugs us unprompted. But Yaddy is a safe space, this place of love wherever she goes. And my daughter recognized that. Yaddy is rooting for you, and she believes in you. And she has what you need, whether it be on the airwaves, or in the corner of her classroom, or in the laser dome. She has what you need, ready for you. 
Fuck it to you real, no fake. Who you feeling like? It's DJ Yaddy. Break, break. Fuck it to you real, no fake. Who you feeling like? I'm the man in this bitch. Sound like I'm about to rub a band this bitch. I'm the man in this bitch. Sound like I'm about to rub a band this bitch. For Sound and Vision on KEXP, I'm Rachel Stevens. And you can see Yaddy DJing at Seattle's Laser Dome at Pacific Science Center on Wednesday, June 7th from 7.30 to 8.30 p.m. That is her final show as DJ in residence at the Laser Dome. Meanwhile, you continue to listen to her on KEXP's Airwaves on Friday nights from 10 p.m. until 1 a.m. Thanks to Rachel Stevens for sharing Yaddy's story. And by the way, this is Rachel's last week as a full-time employee at KEXP. She's about to spend the summer traveling abroad with her family. Rachel started as a freelancer for Sound and Vision. She's currently the producer for our drive time show at the station and filled in for me during my maternity leave last year. I have always admired Rachel's drive, creativity, writing, and storytelling, and I hope she continues to share her stories and creativity with Sound and Vision when she returns from her trip of a lifetime later this year. Thank you, Rachel, for all you do, and thank you. Thank you for listening. If you like the storytelling on this show, please give Sound and Vision and Rachel some love. You can do so by rating, subscribing to, and reviewing Sound and Vision in your podcast app. You can also help financially support the show with a one-time $20 donation at kexp.org sound. Thanks for your support.